Hey beautiful people, this is your girl, I'm a success, your MC with a golden voice, and welcome to my podcast. Now, Umami Conversation is here to share minds and other creatives' life's experience in order to shift our perspective to reach the best versions of ourselves. Get ready as we dive into these yummy, savory, thought-provoking conversations. Hey, people, today is the day. Hmm. If you only knew who I am sitting with today and having a sweet conversation with, ah, you will celebrate. You know when you have that friend that becomes a sister, that becomes a soul sister, that becomes just part of you, a piece of you? Well, that's who I have here today. My BFF to the Fs to the Fs. I'm not going to say my ride or die because ain't nobody dying now. So my ride or live. Miss Debbie Campbell is in the place today. Yes. Oh, hey, Debbie. thank you for having me. I'm so excited <laughs> to be part of these savory conversations. Yes, baby. I'm, and I'm so, so excited that you said yes um, to be on here. And I actually, when was it? Was it a couple of months ago before like the, the podcast started? I'd always, anytime I'd speak to Debbie, I'd be like, yo, Debbie, so when are we starting our podcast? When are we starting our podcast? And she's like, <laughs> um, I didn't know that we were starting a podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I remember those days, but I'm so excited and so happy, proud of you that you finally launch it. Umami is going to be a hit. Thank you, love. These conversations are going to be lit. Yes. Um, especially the conversation that we're going to have today. I believe that today's conversation is really going to be um, heartwarming for people that have given up on certain situations in their lives. Um, people that have probably felt lost and alone. And to our dear listeners, today's conversation, we're actually going to just dive into it. Um, 2020. What a year. 20. It has been, I don't even have any words, Debbie. I don't have any words to really explain what 2020 has been, not only in the world, but literally for both of us um, as sisters. Because as much as like, you know, we grew up together, we were like, what, 10 when we met? That's right. um, We were 10 when we met and basically, you know, we've always been in each other's lives. Um, But it's like we would speak for like a month, like a day. We'll speak for like, let's say in the week, we'll speak like this one day. We'll speak for hours and then we won't hear from each other like 20 years later. Okay, not 20 years, but you get it, right? Like months and months later. But then every time we reconnected, it, it, it was as if nothing has changed. Nothing has interrupted. Um, our relationship. But this summer, this year has been so magical. Magical. It has it's really been. been um, well, I think you went a little bit too far. So let's back it up a little bit because the whole reconnect, unconnect, that happened, you know, like when we became adults. But as mm. children, we were 
always together. We were always talking on the phone every day after school, high school, even though we went to different high schools, we were kept that connection. Mm -hmm. 15 years old, we were going to the center, (laughs) you know, we were doing our thing, but then, you know, life happens. Yeah. Life happens and we had our path, but yeah, 2020 really um, brought us back. I feel to, I believe to those, you know, those tender years, those times Mm -hmm. when we, we were able to count on each other. We were able to um, tell each other our secrets. Tell mm-hmm. it, I, to me, I felt like it was, I got my best friend that I've had since I was 10 years old back again, like then, because it was just so fresh, so pure. And it was just every day calling each other, I every know. minute calling each other. It was, it it was, was just surreal. very pure. It was very, very pure. And, it, and also like something you reminded me of, and I told you, I, I don't remember. <laughs> Um, us talking all the time when we were younger because yeah. like being an adult it's like being on the phone eh, I'm like eh, I don't think I'm a type of person that likes being on the phone I don't really like talking to people I prefer sending them a text you know what I mean but reconnecting mm-hmm. again with you was like oh okay so this is something that I missed out of like this is something that I do enjoy doing that it, it, I don't know. I think for not like because of that, it actually became like a practice where like now I'm like intentionally calling, you know, it might not be all the time, um, but now I'm like intentional about when I call somebody and I want to actually know how they're doing and how they're feeling and stuff. Because like you never know sometimes you never know who needs to hear you, who needs to yeah. you need to speak to. But with that, <laughs> with all of that, um, ever since I've known Debbie, ever since I knew you, Debbie, I know that you, I know Mama, which is your mom. mom. Shout out to my mama. Yes. <laughs> um, yo, honestly, because of Mama, like I had to learn and like Patois and understand Patois. So for a very long time, I thought I was Jamaican, but that's beyond the subject today. We'll talk about that another day. <laughs> a whole podcast about Jamaica podcast. and their language. Yeah, I swear. A whole episode. <laughs> you see me? Um, ever since I've known Debbie, I, there was no man figure in, in her life. I, I, and I don't even think I ever asked her about like any man figure at all. It was just... To me, I think it was just, okay, whatever, you know, (laughs) it wasn't a big deal. Um, I never thought that it was something that you even thought about. But 2020 brought about a certain man figure back into your life. I don't want to spoil all the beans, but I'm going to let you say who it was. And then let's go back to how did you get to this place? of actually meeting this individual. Can we, can we give that to them, Debbie, today? Yeah, so um, I think one of the things that we need, we need to put into context as well is that I'm Jamaican, and not to say that all Jamaicans are like this, families are like this, but a lot of Jamaican families are mother figure 
Mm. It's a matriarch. It's a mom that's there and it's women that are carrying the family and um, taking care of the children, whether Mm. whether the woman she has one child or many children, Mm. her grandchildren. So I come from a family where um, my mom had her children and um, there was no father figure. There was no man figure, as Amma said. Mm. And um, we were all fine with it in the sense where, you know, my mom was a very powerful woman and yeah. she provided and she was, a, she took care of us. And so we were just like, you know, and then, you know, when you grow up and you become a teenager and you're like, I'm a strong black woman, I don't right. need no man. Right. You right. know, so. Um, you saw your mom doing it all by herself, right? So it's like to you, it's like, yes. I could do bad all by myself. Ain't no, yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But. Um, I think it, there comes, I believe there comes a point in time when you have to sit down with yourself and really say to yourself, who are you and where'd you mm-hmm. come from on a whole? And 2020, you know, was that year. It was the year where um, I had the time, I had the space mm-hmm. and I had that, that opening. And, you know, it's, I called, um, I heard, I, there was a lady, a lady, um, I think it was Raw Goddess. I was listening to her on a live once and she said, um, she called 2020 the sacred rest mm-hmm. and like um, the sacred pause. And I think having pause. that sacred pause, that, that moment to just sit down and really evaluate um, my life, I really... That was one of the main things that stood out. And also Mm -hmm. I did um, a seven-day ascension program. Shout out to Gitana T. Light on IG. That's, um, you know, I did a seven-day ascension program with her. And um, one of... So Debbie, when you say seven-day ascension, not everybody really understands what that means. So what is that? So it's really seven days on that program that we did. We were um, working with our chakras. So from okay. the root chakra all the way up to the, 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 um, the last chakra, which is the, um, is it the head? No, it's the, the crown, the crown, the crown, the crown chakra. I'm like the head oh. chakra. No, the crown <laughs> chakra. And, um, still learning. Okay. <laughs> and, um, what happened is that you, through all of those stages, through all of the seven stages, there's different um, questions and soul searching that um, we did. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the days we we had to write a letter to um, we had to write a letter to somebody, and I chose to write a letter to my birth father. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, throughout my life, it's been like Amma said, it's not something I ever thought about. It's not something I ever voiced because it's some, it's an unknown, you know, it was an unknown. So going, going through that and having that time to think about it and process it, um, a lot of, um, a lot of my feelings that I had at that time were changing mm-hmm. a lot of the way how I was thinking changed and what so sense? and what's like what do you mean change what what changed what are those feelings um like I, I i don't get that so one of the thing is that i don't know i feel I, I believe that 
um, I believe that for a long time, I, w- I had a lot of anger. Mm. But it was um, a slow burning anger that kind that you just you you was suppressed cov- suppressed yeah you cover mm. it up and you don't even look at it you don't even acknowledge it mm. you don't even um, speak about it it's just suppressed it's just suppressed so while I was going through the seven day ascension you're working when you start with the roots. So you have to really clear a lot of, a lot of the baggage that you've been carrying around. And so when I wrote that letter and it was a letter of love and I was really surprised because it was like, I'm not angry. I don't know what happened, but I would like to get to know you. And I send it out there in the universe. And this was my first, foray it was my first you know go at working with the universe in this spiritual way um i was new to the whole um spiritual ancestor work the whole chakra thing so by going and doing this it really changed my life it changed it completely changed my life and my life did a real 360 okay so So Let me ask you this. So, I mean, from 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 the time I know you, I know that we grew up in a Christian family. Like our mm-hmm. parents, our hard, hard, hardcore. Well, parents, our mothers. <laughs> let me say that our mothers <laughs> are hardcore Christians, right? So I don't mm-hmm. understand. Like, how come now you're you're talking about universe? You're talking about chakras? You're talking about so what made you what what made the the switch um what what triggered this switch or what happened for you to be like um let me join this ascension thing I believe that I was always searching for my purpose in life mm. what was it that Debbie was supposed to do in this world and so I remember when I was younger I would have to, I was forced to go to church. And when I grew up and started to really understand um, the Bible and what it meant, you know, I was intrigued by it and I was um, willing to go to church on my own. And, Mm -hmm. but I never felt, I never felt at home in the church. And I went to different churches. I even started going to a messianic church and Mm -hmm. even though I learned a lot about the Bible I still felt something was missing Mm. and I just didn't feel like a connection the connection to the creator to the creator and when I started to do the work with um Gitana the And I started working with her and then I did the Ascension. And that's when I realized that I was looking always for the creator on an external and from somebody else. And when I real, what she taught and um, she thought she taught us is that, you know, you are creating with the universe. You are, you know, made in the image of God, as it says in the Bible. So if you're made in the image of God, then you are God as well. 
And so I started to understand and research and do my own switch. That was that was the switch because it had to be like an internal discovery, understanding that it's not somebody outside that's going to give you the answers. It's literally the answers are right there within you because God has already placed those answers in you. And I guess during and I guess during the COVID. Ain't nobody going anywhere. So what you going to do? You going to search in you. <laughs> exactly. Spend some time with yourself. You, you know, okay, I like that. All right. Yeah. And so then I started to really understand a lot of the words that were in the Bible and mm-hmm. really realize that a lot of, there's a lot of misinterpretation that's yes. going on. Yes. And so that's kind of what happened. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I still believe in, I still believe, but I also understand that I need to look inside of me, you know, I need to connect with the spirit that is inside of me and not expect that the spirit or somebody or anyone is going to be external to me is going to, to be the one that's going to give me the direction that I need. Yeah. And it's what you just said made me think about, um, I think I saw like this, uh, I need to stop saying, I think, what do you guys think? (laughs) 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 I saw this video um, of Will Smith speaking and he said something. eh? He said that, listen, nobody outside, I'm I'm paraphrasing. I am not saying exact ways. This is paraphrasing. So he said that nobody outside is going to tell you what your purpose is. Nobody mm. can tell you what it is because even you, you're, and, and, and I think he said like, you're the only one that will know, but even you yourself, you don't even know. You don't even really know what exactly mm-hmm. it is unless you do something about it, unless you go and you pursue and you search and you work it out. You know, mm-hmm. and it just it just made me think about that that video that I saw of him, and and it's so true, Debbie. Like we and j- me and you, like we're we're very similar in so many ways. You know what I mean? Like we always thought that our our um our breakthroughs and our um our abundance and all of that good stuff was going to be the pastor that will come down and touch us. And our seeds that we are sowing, that's going to open the floodgates of abundance upon us. (laughs) And all of these external things, as you said, but not even realizing that our inner selves, we were dying slowly inside. Like you said, you had suppressed anger. I had suppressed anger too. I had, yo, sadness. I was the saddest person ever ever as much as yeah people see us and like you're laughing and you know debbie she's like yo you know she she homegirl know she's all that so she's gonna show you that she's all that but then deep down inside deep in our hearts we were just broken because of the misinformation that we were receiving from a very young age but anyways that's just a side note continue my love (laughs) yeah so um when when I wrote that letter, um, what I did was one of the things that when you write these kind of letters is 
um, you let it out into the universe. So one of the ways that you can do that is either you can give it to water so, or you can burn it. So I burned my letter. Mm. And, you know, you have to work with the universe, right? Because you're co-creating um, with you're co-creating with the universe. So you have to, the universe is going to show you or the, the, the it's going to show you what you need to do. So one of the, the first things that I did was after I wrote this letter to my birth father was uh, I connected with my brother because <clears throat> my brother still lives in Jamaica. And throughout my life, when we speak, he's always um, telling me, you know, I saw your dad and, but it was, I've never responded to anything that he said to me. Like it was, he would speak those words and it was like, he never even said them to me because I did not even respond. Mm -hmm. And, but every single time throughout my life from, I can remember, especially like the past 15 years, mm -hmm. it was a common thread whenever I spoke with him. Mm -hmm. So I called him up one day and I told him, I said, Hey, you know how you're always talking to me about you seeing my father? I want you to go when the next time you see him or find him, if you know where he is mm. and um, get his number. I want to speak with him mm. and my birthday's coming up. So mm. I would like that to be uh, a birthday gift to myself Okay. to reconnect with the person that it have given me life. Right. Right. And, and, um, <laughs> the t story takes a little turn. That was in the month of May, right? At this point, my birthday is in the month of May and I connected mm. with my brother about maybe two, three weeks before my birthday. Right. Yeah. And my birthday comes and goes and mm. I did not hear from my brother. Mm. And I was, I was really, you know, I don't really ask for things. If you know Debbie, Debbie is a go-getter and Debbie is a giver and Debbie is um, a steadfast person that does for herself. And so when Debbie asks, everybody's super surprised and they try to accuse. Mm -hmm. So when my brother didn't do that, I was kind of taken aback and it, it saddened me a little bit. And I went a little bit like a on a bit? down, a, a little bit on a down hill a little bit <laughs> on a downhill spiral <laughs> i was spiraling out of control i blocked my brother i deleted our contact and i was kind of i was really because for me to make this big leap yeah from never even thinking about this person to mm. wanting to connect with this person right it was a, it was a journey, an internal journey that I never expected I would ever do in my life. Right. And so for nothing to come of it or for the expectations that I had to not happen the way I imagined them, the human part of me was very disappointed to say the least. What I like when you say like expectations, when we talk yes. about expectations. You know, that's, that's one thing I've realized also a lot of times, like we have an idea of how things, of how we want things to be like, this is how it should be because I did this. I did A, B, C, D. So if I did A, B, C, D, that means the result is supposed to be C on like, let's say, you know, and then 
A, B, C, D is done, but then ain't no C. It's a Z. <laughs> it's a Z instead. And you're like, yo, but what happened? So I think when it comes to expectations, I, I, I posted something recently. And what I posted was that like expectation um, is the root to, what did I write? I don't remember. I think I wrote something about expectation is the root to losing yourself or something in the sort. Like I, I wrote something like that as opposed because I went through a little situation like that too, you know, like I was expecting this and this and that. And then at the end of the day, it's like, oh, what happened? What, what happened? But tell me, do, does it mean that like we shouldn't be expectant of things? Do you think that's what it, like this situation that happened, does it mean that you should have not been expectant or was there another way that you could have um accepted the situation you know what i mean like i think that sometimes we forget that especially when you're working in faith and you're working with the creator that you're working with faith and you're working with the creator so it's not in your hands and it's not in your time so yes you must be expecting but you might, you shouldn't, I think, I believe that you shouldn't have a timeline, you know, a set timeline. So I want this for this This day. Yeah. Okay. Because that's when you get hurt Mm. and it's more to, you know, as it's leave, you must say it. And then, you know, let it be when it's supposed to be because you're co-created, right? So co-creation is a two people thing. It's a two. It's a two way stream. It's not two way stream. It's not one way. It's two players that are working. And so that's the thing. So uh, after a little while I calmed down, I reconnected with my brother and so I explained to him what happened and he's like you know it's okay sister you know I'm really sorry but I had sent you the information I'm like well you were blocked my friend so yeah it didn't happen I didn't receive it so you need to go and get it for me again Hmm. and he was like what and I was like yeah and he was like because he had deleted it out of his phone so he was like what I need to go back So he went back and um, he got the number for me and I was like really excited when he gave it to me and I was like, okay, Debbie, let's do this now before you lose your nerves. And so I called and nothing happened. And then I called again and nothing happened. And then I called again and nothing happened. Oh Lord. I called like so many times. I called on WhatsApp. I called on video. It was just, it was like really like. (laughs) but the thing about it is again what the lesson in this is that everything happens when they're supposed to happen and when you're when you're co-creating again it's not in always in your time you know so you have to let the course play out and so I kind of understood that after calling like a bunch of times and, you know, blocking my brother and then getting the number and everything. And so I said, okay, well, I'm going to let it go. Mm. I'm going to let it go. And I'm not, I'm going to wait. And when is the time 
mm. is right the time will be yeah. and 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 not when the time is i know i heard this expression it says when the time is right ripe yeah yeah when and, it's ripe you know and that is so sweet because when the time is ripe, ripe. then yeah. the fruits mm. of that ripeness mm. are so they're savory. Sweet. They're savory. They're sa- they're and juicy. Sweet. They're like, juicy. Like, like a ripe mango, like just dripping. <laughs> and that's basically what happened. And mm. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. I, when I sit, when I sit here and I remember that ripe time it really mm. makes me smile like a giddy little a little a little girl my inner child is very very happy you mm. know because one day i was minding my own good good business on my break at work and mm. i get a phone call okay and i and i look at my phone and i see the name of my birth father wow and i'm like hello and he's like hi and he's talking to me but the questions that he's saying to me are like, he doesn't know who he's talking to. Yeah. So, or he thinks he's talking to somebody else. That's more specifically. He thinks he's talking to somebody else. And so So I accidentally called you. Like it was an accident. He accidentally called you. Well, I didn't know. I, but I, I, I figured something like that, but I wasn't sure. So I said to him, do you know who you're speaking to? And he says, well, to be honest, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm talking to my friend that lives abroad, mm. but I'm not sure if that's her because you don't sound like her or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So he said, what is your name? Mm, 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 mm. And so I said, well, my name is Debbie Campbell. Oh my he's goodness. Like, he's like Debbie Campbell. I'm oh my like, goodness. Yes. That's my name. And he's, and he's like, my daughter. Oh my. And I'm like, goodness. I'm like, yes. He's like, what? Oh. How did I get your number? Oh my goodness. And um, he was like, how did I get your number? I'm like, well, I called you at one point in time a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. or, And so maybe you stayed in your phone and you accidentally called me thinking mm-hmm. it was somebody else. Wow. So yeah, so that's the right time wow out of the blue when none of us was expecting it wow the universe said it's time to connect mm-hmm. and that's because you decide you made an intentional decision to let it go and yeah. let it be and let whatever course make whatever will follow follow through wow Debbie. yeah i remember when you told me this I freaked the heck out of like I fre- like I freaked out because I was on the phone with you the day of your birthday and I saw how heartbroken you were. You were so heartbroken about the situation. And I think I was driving and like I had to park. I had to park and like cry my brains out and just really understand that this this did not just happen. Like after 36 years of your whole life because of one program, because of one intention, because of a desire somewhere in your heart, because of an expectation that you decided to let go of, 
you <sighs> like it, it, it until this although i know the story it still blows my mind debbie it, it blows my mind to my mind because like we were talking about you said that this is not even something that you know how like we plan out our lives and things that we want to do this wasn't even something that was part of it wasn't even not even a quarter not even like a piece of desire in you never was to meet this man never and all of a sudden you meet him but debbie you don't just meet him <laughs> mm. we got to talk about the relationship between you and your dad because a lot of people will meet some like i'm sure many people has gone through this and that they will meet their you know their long lost family member and it doesn't always go too good So how how's how's the relationship between you and him? <laughs> 